Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, five musts to having a kick-ass personal brand. We live in a world that more often than not, people are looking at your social media before they're even contacting you. So it is, in essence, your calling card for the world. So people tell you you have to be aware of your personal brand, but what does it actually mean? Our next guest, Frances Reimers, is an expert, a personal brand consultant with Firestarter, and she's going to share with us the five things you can do right now to elevate your personal brand. Frances, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, I've set you up. What are the five things that people need to do right now to elevate their personal brands? Yeah, not not everyone has uh, drank the personal brand Kool-Aid and uh, they're not seeing the relevancy in their life, but it is very relevant. And so I wanted to boil it down into five simple things that people could do that helps them across the board. Uh, first things first, if you have any social media platforms, LinkedIn in particular, please update your your profile pic. A pic of you at the office Christmas party or holding your dog really just isn't the, the kind of image that's going to attract the kind of professional attention. That, so a headshot. That you, headshot, absolutely. Professional headshot. And you don't have to go and, and, and my photographer buddies would kill me, but... A good picture just shows you from shoulders up with a bright smile and bright eyes is a is a great way to go if you don't have a professional headshot at, at your disposal. Uh, making sure your LinkedIn page, um, number two, is, is another reason that you can help your brand right now. I've seen so many LinkedIn pages where people don't even have their current employer listed, let alone their their full breadth of, of accolades and achievements and people that they're connected to. So take an hour out of your life in the coming week and just go into your linked account and make sure everything is completely up to date, where people can find you, how people can connect with you. It's it's really, really important. I mean, these days it is almost your resume now, right? A lot of employers won't even ask to see your resume. They all decide whether they want to hire you based on what they see on LinkedIn. Exactly. We, we live in a world that more often than not, people are looking at your social media before they're even contacting you. Mm. So it is, in essence, your calling card for the world. So do the due diligence to make sure for nothing else that it's completely up to date. So what's number three? Number three is choose a social media platform and ride with it. A lot of people, especially professional services providers, are so busy. They have so much going on in their day-to-day that they don't keep on top of their social media. So they'll go days, weeks without posting because they're on every social media platform out there. I say, especially professional service providers, less is more. Choose a social media platform that you enjoy, that you understand, and roll with it to so make you, sure. Oh. oh, so you wouldn't say, for example, I've often thought professionally, I use LinkedIn, Facebook is for my my, fan, my friends, Instagram is for sharing photos. Are yep. you... Are you saying that if I'm a professional, I should pick one of those and ride? Or are you saying that I should I should pick the right one for the right outcome? Uh, right one for right outcome if you feel comfortable. Hmm. But there are still plenty of people that they're, they're not sure how to post effectively and consistently all the time. So I say choose the one platform that you really feel comfortable with and stick with that until you are posting consistently and effectively and then spread yourself out to other platforms because you're absolutely right. Instagram is great for the visual. Face, uh, Facebook is great for interaction with family, friends, and fans. 
Um, LinkedIn, of course, is great for professional. And of course, Twitter is fantastic for dialogue, conversation, and news sharing. Or running a country, apparently. Yes, yeah, or running a country. <laughs> uh, and so number four, I think this ties in as well, create and practice your elevator pitch, right? Abs- absolutely. Um, we will, before we know it, we'll be on uh, upon um, holiday party, office party networking season. And so when you're out there, make sure that you have a pitch of who you are and what you do and not the standard you know, I'm Bob, I work in construction. That's not interesting. That's not engaging. Develop a very short elevator pitch that tells us exactly who you are and what you do and throws in something engaging so that people, if they don't happen to get your business card, they still have a little bit of a memory of who you are. When you say engaging, sort of a little snippet like having played in a wedding band, for example. Right, right. If you were a wedding singer for eight years and that's relative to what you're doing now or you can tie it into some way of what you do right now, absolutely. If you Some little factoid about yourself that sets you apart from the 900 other people in the room. So last one, number five, this is one, it is a necessary evil for many people, but you register and go to networking events. Yes, absolutely. We're in back to school mode. And so now September, all the way through the end of the year, there's going to be networking events aplenty of the educational kind, of the chatting kind. And I say, get out there, meet as many people as you possibly can and have a positive impact on everybody that you meet. Have that elevator pitch ready to go. And be ready to shake hands and kiss babies. It only it only serves to help you refine your elevator pitch, get more comfortable speaking in front of other people, and helps you keep a little mental note about how your personal brand can grow moving forward. You know, the core for all this, what I'm hearing is there's a lot of intentionality that you're recommending. Yes. People generally don't engage in social media or these behaviors with intentionality. Is that what you're getting at? That we yes. should separate being friends with people from actually putting out the image we want people and employers to see. Absolutely. You have to have a strategy behind your brand. What is it that you want people to know about you, think about you, and where is your brand growing? Um, Do you have a goal in mind of the corner office one day at your company? Well, then you need to, to be crafting your brand and being thinking about gunning towards that corner office. And so there is intentionality in what you're doing. You don't want to haphazardly be going about putting your image out there. You would never hand over your money to a financial planner and just say, hey, however you do what you do, knock yourself out. The same attitude you put towards your health, your money, your children's education, all of these things, the same intensity and purpose should be put towards your brand. So what was the aha moment for you where you decided to live your life with intentionality? Uh I think I've been living myself with an, uh, living my life with intentionality since I came out of the womb. Um, but <laughs> but the aha moment in my professional career was about eight years ago. I started working for an agent an, an ad agency in Old Town, and I was getting out there as part of my role in that agency. I was out on social media more. I was um, giving more public appearances, and I was starting to see um, connectivity between me going out and speaking, my activity on social media, and how it was impacting our bottom line at the company. We were getting more engagement as at the company as a result of me going out into the world and having a physical presence and, and connecting that physical presence to my social media activity. And so it was becoming a full circle thing. And I went to my boss at the time and I was like, we can monetize this. There is money to be made through my personal brand. Not directly, it's not gonna be Francis Speaks at an event and millions of dollars come in the door. It's Francis Speaks in an event, 
Francis starts building relationships with people. Francis continues to engage them through thoughtful and consistent um, content on social media. They trust me. They know my knowledge. Then they come to our door. Francis, thanks for taking the time to join us. I was Francis Reimer is a personal brand consultant, giving us some great insights on how to build a brand with intentionality. Thanks again. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And a huge thank you to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. Please get in touch with us for sponsorship opportunities. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and please rate the podcast. This helps us spread the word about the interesting stories we're telling on what's working in Washington. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on the show. Tweet us at, at what's working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. <laughs>